Deep in the heart of Appalachia, guys set on a quest to create the greatest podcast. Uh, sorry, dude. I thought we agreed on the correct pronunciation of Appalachia. No, dude. We, we've talked about this. We've talked about this over and over and over. It's, it's pronounced Appalachia. Listen, freaking angels and the women got together. That's how we got Bigfoot. That's how we got vampires. That's why we got all of this stuff. These ancient Appalachian mountains that are literally older than bones. There's old entities here. You start finding out more about them, they start finding out more about you. Good Lord, sir. (laughs) This goose has gone rabbit. You think you're just going to run up with your little sword on the king of the goose squad? Listen, the old entities of Middle Appalachia are unexplainable. Mm. They are eerie. Breach. And they are one of these things that will keep us, the hill folks, and the people who live in the area constantly searching for answers. Mm that they probably will never, ever find. And this is why we love Appalachian Intelligence. Five, four, four three, three, two, two one. one. Happy, happy New Year! Your folk. folk, Happy New Year! That was it the worked, word. That worked just like I thought it would. Yeah, that went exactly the way I thought. Apparently, none of us can count. It's the delay in the Zoom meeting, I think. That was the worst countdown in human history. That was. I thought we were just five, four. But you were like five. Yeah, we went real slow. <laughs> yeah, Lance and I were on pace for a second. <laughs> what was that? I thought Justin uh, forgot what the number was I, after four. Then I, I hit oh, the crap, What's next? <laughs> three, Wait. three. I was three. Oh, <laughs> I got to get my shoes off. <laughs> well, we're back again, Hill Folk. It's good to have y'all with us again for another edition of AI for the New Year edition of AI. Happy 2024, Hill Folk. Whenever you guys are hearing that terrible, terrible countdown, hopefully you just counted it down with your loved ones. Hopefully you're in a group of, of your favorite people, the ones that you love the most. You uh, had that nice little New Year kiss with your significant other, and you sung oh. the – what's the New Year song? What's the New, New Year song? What's that called? No. New York, New York? No, <laughs> man. No, it's – I always I sing that one on the New Year's Eve show. I don't know. Oh, the Quaytons be forgotten. Like yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> What Ryan said. Hopefully you sang that with the people that you love the most. I think that stands uh, for times gone by, right? I have no idea. Uh, I couldn't even remember the name for it. What are you talking about? Auld Lang Syne. What? That's what that means, right? Times gone by. Lance? That's what Auld Lang Syne means. Times gone okay, by. Okay, I don't know what you are saying. <laughs> <laughs> the song. I'm sorry, boys. I don't know. You teach our youth. I do, but I don't know what all Zang. I don't what German fruit. I don't know what you're yelling at me. The old Lang Syne. You you can you can say it as many times as you want to. This is going to mean I'm going to know what you're talking about. 
You don't know that song? I'm sure if I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the song. Oh, okay. It's okay, Lance. We'll 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 play it for you afterwards. Yeah, okay. we might even put a we might even put a clip of it in here. Somebody's okay. never watched Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve. I can tell you that. I have. Yeah, I don't remember. I, don't, I, I mean, I don't remember that. Remember that? That's what they always play. As they always sing the New York, drop. New York by Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Yeah, they do do that Whatever, in Times Square. You do. All right, let's get into this thing. Yeah. Anyway, Hillfolk, you're celebrating the new year. Hopefully, you're celebrating with us. Your hosts, you boys here at AI, Justin, Ryan, and Lance. Uh, we're back at it again for the first time in a pretty good while. A while. Uh, we've, t- we've took a little break through the holidays. We've spent time with our family and the ones that we love the most. Um, but we're glad to be back. We missed each other, obviously. Missed you, but we missed boys. you guys. You missed you boys so much. I have missed you boys. These two sweet princes, I've just <laughs> missed you so much. Princess, you call us princesses? <laughs> it's okay if you did. I feel pretty today. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> but anyway, you guys know where you can find us, all the socials, all that stuff. It's all listed in the show notes. Um, you know, all that good stuff. You know where you can support us, and the best way that you can, can support us is by sharing the show any way that you're most comfortable sharing it. It's the only thing that helps the show grow. Uh, we got a, a quite a few numbers and stats in for 2023, and you Fault crushed it as far as sharing the show. We grew tremendously. Uh, I think for the year, I don't even remember all the numbers. It's they're like crazy astronomical, mind blowing numbers that I never dreamed that we would make it. And that's all because of y'all's loyalty and y'all dealing and being patient with us and, and you know, us having personal lives. But we'll get on into this thing because uh, we've been getting a whole lot of comments from a whole lot of people that obviously don't realize that there's other podcasts out there to listen to if they don't like it um, about how our intros run way too long. And for those people, the only thing that I can say, now listen, 99% of y'all out there, we love and appreciate. But there's a 1% out there that y'all are just miserable people. I don't understand it. There are literally tens of millions of other podcasts out there that you can go listen to right now. Or get this. Here's, it's crazy, crazy new invention in technology. There's a 15, sometimes 30-second fast-forward button on whatever you want to listen at that you can go to wherever you want to go in. It's crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. So for you people, go listen to something else because we're going to do what we want to do on our show. Yeah, we'll take we'll now, we'll do an intro for the whole show. How do you like that? We'll just sit here and introduce like, ourselves over and over again for an hour and a half. How do you like them apples? How do you like them apples? Huh? I'm going to go the other other route with this for you one percent out there. You're Lance. Sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I'm sorry. I had for you 1% out there. We appreciate the feedback. We do. We appreciate your care and concern with the intro of our episodes. Um, And what we would like for you to do is take those cares, those concerns, those thoughts, those things you want to 
put uh, into digital print and send to us. I want you to take all those things and wrap them up. It's Christmas. It's been Christmas time. Wrap them up. Wrap them up tight. Real tight. Go to your Christmas tree. Turn all the lights off. But leave the Christmas tree on. Because you got those cares and concerns. You've got them wrapped up tight. All the lights are off in the house. Except the Christmas tree. Take that present of care and concern. Walk over to your Christmas tree. Bend over and stick your hind in in one of the branches because we could care less about anything else about you. you <laughs> and put a bow on it first. Well, no, you know, okay, let's, no, let's, let's we do appreciate feedback. We are kidding. We do, of look, we, we do appreciate feedback when it's respectful feedback. I, I, I don't appreciate comments from people that don't have to listen to what they're listening to that took the time out of their day. I do get that. Leave a bunch of hate speech saying 15 minute intro for F's sake. Get it together. Do better. Like, no, how, how about how about this? Yeah, listen to something else. You man. start your own podcast and you can make your intros as quick as you and you can listen to yourself talk because obviously that's all you like to do anyway. Yeah. You obviously have more important things to do with your time because that 15 minutes crushed you. And, and here's the put that anger in you. To make that yeah. comment, keyboard heroes, boys, keyboard and for heroes. That one, that one percent out there, look, Jesus forgives you. He already does. Okay, no, we don't. By God, Jesus will forgive you. <laughs> no. But that also means that He'll forgive me for saying whatever I want to say about you. Uh, okay, it's better to sin that. and not know, Justin. But. For the 99% of you out there, we do appreciate you. We appreciate all you've done. We appreciate all the five-star reviews that you've left. And speaking of those five-star reviews, when we get love, we like to show a little love back out. So this week, we're going to share a couple of five-star reviews. The first one comes from Katie Braves, five stars. It says, I liked this podcast a lot more until I, I just realized I live under three hours away from where this stuff is taking place. Why did I think I was safe in North Carolina? Ah, <laughs> ha, ha, just kidding. Not kidding. Much love from a fellow weirdo, Kate. So, Katie Braves, Appreciate we're sorry, Kate. but it sounds like you're right in the middle of all this Central Appalachian weirdness. Yeah, you're down near the Brown Mountain Lights and all that stuff. You're right in but the we, heart of it. Yeah, you are. But we do appreciate the five-star review. The next one comes from Appalachian Music Man, says five stars, great podcast. Hey, AI, this podcast is amazing. I grew up in the town, Hellier, that they made the show about and that you all talk about from time to time. Granny Witches, Haint, Swampus Cats, and all those other topics you all talk about, that's what I grew up with. I wrote a song called The Witch about an old granny witch that lived up in Graveyard Holler across the road from where I live. Keep up the great work, fellas. I hang on every episode. G-Town Jeff. So, G-Town Jeff, Appalachian Music Man, thanks for that five-star review, and that's all awesome. First of all, also, email us where we can find your music, because G-Town Jeff sounds like somebody I can get down with right off the bat. And he's making Appalachian music about witches. Uh, yeah, if you wrote a song called The Witch about an old granny witch that lived <laughs> in a holler close to you, yeah. we want to hear that song. 
And we would absolutely love it if you were like, uh, hey, guys, you can use this yeah. song. Hey, we got you an oh, intro. Yeah. We yes. got you some uh, original we'll add, what we'll do, What we'll do is we'll add that song to the intro. Yeah. Right. But make it at least 14 minutes and 59 seconds because 15 minutes is way too long for some people. So uh, I say we do a full episode of just music that people send us. And, and we just, just have like an entire – You know, like talking – you know, like every show, like every show that's out there, every series, sitcom, all that stuff, they all have like a musical episode and it's the worst of the worst. It's so terrible trying to get through it. That's what we're going to do. I like I'm, yes. I'm going to do it. God, I'm with it. All yeah, right, man. guys. So we haven't recorded in a while. Do what? We ready to dive in? There must be yeah. a lag between me and you. My internet must yeah. be slow. I'm sorry. No, it may it may be mine. I don't know. And I'm on and I'm on my phone and not my laptop because all my stuff is still put up from my last DJing gig that I haven't dug back out and set back up yet. So I got home late and we decided to do this. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go for my phone. It's not you know, it's too good. much work. Yeah. But um we haven't recorded in a while, but we do share life together, even when we're not recording. You know, we're we're tossing, we're usually messaging at least once every day, every couple of days. And, you know, last episode that we did and recorded together, Ryan was talking about a bunch of weird stuff that he went through, uh, going and checking and visiting with his neighbor and just this intense feeling of of I don't know, paranoia, just fear that came over him on his trip, you know, a hundred yards back to his house. Um, but Lance has went through some weirdness in the couple weeks since we recorded two, three weeks, whatever it's been. I've also went through, had some weirdness happen. Um, but I've also been working with the shadow Appalachia guys on a lot of different things you know, kind of behind the scenes and stuff going on in the background. So the deep world. a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of getting it from, I'm kind of getting it from two different sides right now. I, I feel like, um, so yeah, that's, that's been a little weird on, on my end, but Lance, yes, if you would kind sir, I'd like for you to share with us some of your weirdness that's happened over the last couple of weeks. Sure. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how weird it is. Uh, and, it's pretty freaking weird, man. And the more I've kind of, I guess, thought about it, the less, I guess, I don't know. Anyhow, I'll tell a story, then we'll go from there. Um, everybody was gone. This was a couple weeks ago. It was before Christmas, first of the first of December, maybe first weekend in December, maybe the second. Um, and everybody was gone from the house. The ladies' church had a Christmas party, and the girls got to go with Haley as well. Just, just PJs and do all the all the fun things of Christmas. So I was here by myself pretty much all evening. Um and I was I don't know, it was probably ten o'clock or, or so before they got home. Um and Haley had called um probably twenty minutes beforehand and told me they were on their way home. So they were coming from about uh, half an hour away. So I was just kinda up waiting. I figured the girls would be asleep when they got here. So I was gonna go out carrying me and all those things. Um 
So I was sitting on the edge of the end, the the end of my couch that faces, that's closest, I guess, to my sliding glass door, um, which is where I sit a lot. Um, I don't, I just, I don't know, just where I sit. I don't know, I have, don't have an explanation. It's just where I sit at. Um, and I just had my feet kicked up on the coffee table and was just watching TV. The ball game or something was on. I don't really remember. But I was just kind of waiting on to look either my camera to ding or to see the lights of Haley's vehicle kind of roll up on the hill because I can see them kind of come in the house and know that I know they were home. Um, and I was kind of half watching the game, half looking at my phone, just kind of just in a daze, really. Um, and I distinctly, like, distinctly heard my youngest daughter um, say, hey, Dada. Um, to the point that, like, I looked at my sliding glass door and thought she was standing there. Like, that's how distinct it was. And I thought, man, did I fall asleep? Like, did I not see the lights? So I just walked and opened the door to look and see if she was, because sometimes she likes to, like, she likes to play hide. She loves to try to scare people. Um, so I thought maybe she had said that and then went and darted where I couldn't see her. Um, she tried to scare me when I walked out. So I opened the door and kind of like stepped out. I was like, hey, Moxie, where are you at? And I didn't hear her giggle or say anything. Um, so that's weird. So maybe she ran back to the car. So I just kind of stepped off the porch and went to our carport to get the girls out of the car. Uh, the car wasn't there. <laughs> they weren't home yet. Um, and I thought, and that's like that's kind of strange, right? And but maybe I was kind of like half out of it, whatever, and just thought I heard that, or kind of one of those sleep, half sleep moments, whatever. No, I was. So I came back in the house and sat down. I was like, I was awake, like I was very aware of everything that was going on. I hadn't like dozed off. So like I looked back at the sliding glass door again, and I thought, what, what was that? Like, why did I hear that? Was it just in my head? Like I was just anticipating them coming home. Like, I gotta just imagine she does it so much. It's just one of those things that's just. You know, when you hear your kids cry or whatever, you kind of just automatically just know things, right, as, as you are around them. Maybe I just like, I don't know, maybe I just imagine her doing that. Because when I got home, when they got home, like, that's exactly what she did. She was awake, and I had, like, kind of walked out, and she went, hey, Dada, and I couldn't find her. She was hiding, and she just around the corner, and she tried to scare me. Um, and I grabbed her and picked her up and brought her in. Um, so the very the very thing that I thought was going to happen actually happened, but I heard it take place fifteen minutes before it happened. And I and listen, she has a distinct, like a very, very she a very, very distinct voice. Like it's very distinct. Like everybody knows when Moxie is laughing or talking. It is very distinct. Um which and then I like I messaged it wasn't I messaged the boys here like as soon as it happened. I was like, was that I just heard Moxie at the door, and she wasn't here, and I don't know. what. what it was really weird. All right, so I have now, I haven't told you all this, but I have now heard her voice at that sliding glass door as I've been sitting on that edge of the couch three other times. Yeah, None of them have been as distinct as the first one. Like I'm telling you, I like I jumped and looked. I thought that's how that's how for sure I thought she was there. And a couple other times it has happened, I've not 
I've heard it, like I've noticed it, right? But I've not acknowledged that it was, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't like, it wasn't one of those things, like it made me like, look, I just kind of like thought that I heard it again. Um, but it's always been at night and it's always been I'm on that side of the couch, um, usually after the girls have gone to bed. Um, I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a night owl, um, and, and always have been. So like my bunch goes, that that's one of the reasons why we record so late is because it's mainly my fault because I've got to wait to get the girls down. Um, and it's all your fault. Yeah. So like, I, and I'm just ever since I've always been a bit of a night owl, but ever since the girls were born, like I just would stay up through the first feeding two or three in the morning or whatever, and then lay down and then. Hayley would so that way Hayley could sleep, obviously, and then she would get up and get to the next one. As long as I've got four or five hours of sleep, I'm good. Like that's all I need. If anymore, I don't feel good. Um, so I've never had bump, things go bump in the night, and I don't really think that's things going bump in the night. I just I don't because I don't think it's like an entity or a mimicry or whatever it is, but it's some kind of subconscious something that I for some reason I'm hearing. I don't hear the other. I don't hear my older dog. It's just Moxie, is my younger one. Is the only one that I ever hear. And I said I've heard it, th- th- I think three other times now. Um, her saying "Hey, Dada" or "Dada," um, and that's it's never been anything more than that. Like it's always just been her trying to get my attention. Um, I don't know. It's, it's I, to be continued, I guess. And to me, I think it's just like listen. She says my name a thousand times a day. Um, and I love it. Like, I'm not complaining. I love it. Um, so I, I'm wondering if it's not just I'm so used to hearing it that it's just one of those things that I'm hearing um, or, or or I don't know. I don't know what it is. It is it, the the first time that it happened was like I sat down on my couch and like I got chills because it was it was so real. like it I, it was just the craziest thing. It felt so real. And I, cause I walked out for sure. She was there. I thought she was hiding in the carport. I thought the, I thought the car was I thought they were home. That's how real it sounded. Um, and then they were nowhere to be found. So that's what's kind of been taking place um, here. Nothing else kind of crazy. My wife sees UFOs all the time, but that's for that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's nothing new. You all know that. But it's like she just sees them all the time now. Um, and she just kind of like, oh, look, there's another one. Then she got to the point now. She just is like, oh, look, there's another one. Then she just kind of goes on about business. So, um doesn't care a whole lot more than I do. Haley got abducted again. Okay, so it's it, it was weird, guys. It really was. Like I, you know, you know me. I'm not one to call things strange very often, but the, the first time it happened, it was a it was a out of body like weird experience. So this is why this is why I love you, okay? Because even though these things are happening in in your logical, you know, scientific brain, everything goes straight. Well, this must just be something in my subconscious that you know I'm hearing this this. Ball. But over the course of the last couple years, from a guy that had never really experienced anything at all, except for, well, we keep figuring out more and more stuff as each passing week goes on but uh okay so you saw a demon at protestant camp one time when you were little and you had a run in with bruno whenever i was going through all that stuff you know when i was 17 18 years old right 
But then that's really it. You know, mm-hmm. not, nothing else really going on in your history. Nope. Okay, we start this show. We start talking about this stuff. You know, whatever the reasoning is behind it, we become super aware. You know, the abyss starts gazing back. You know, all the things that we talk about, whatever the case may be. But in this last couple of years, at least once a month, you're coming on here with some <laughs> other kind of really weird encounter that you or Haley or both of you have had. And every single time it's, ah, yeah, what is this? Probably nothing, though. Lance, I, stuff just don't keep happening. And it it's probably nothing. I, I understand what you're saying. And I get that, right? Like I do. I'm more aware of things now than than I was. I will 100% agree with that. Like my, like I, my brain sees things now totally different than it did two years ago. I mean, it it does. It just perceives things because of the conversations that we have. It's just it's going to take for me to be like, okay, yeah, this is not something I can explain away. It's going to take something pretty substantial. It's going to take a Bruno moment again. Uh, I mean, I get that. I, I, I get it. I get it. Like he shows up like right here in the doorway. Like if you see him pop his head out and then if something like that. Dude, I, wish, I was waiting. I wish I was, I was like, <laughs> I wish that I was good enough video editing <laughs> that I could make a show and pop up right there and just act like we all missed it. Jamie, put, put, a, it out uh, there. put a shadow man in that doorway. <laughs> it's going to take pretty yeah. something pretty. Like, I'm not looking for Like, I don't want it to happen, right? I mean, I don't. Like, I don't want something substantial to happen because I know that it's definitely a possibility that it can. I'm not saying, oh, I hope it does. That is not what I'm putting out in the ether by no means. But the little things that have happened that I have, you know, that, that are weird. I'm not saying they're not weird, but it's just like, it's not like the abyss pulling back the veil to reach its tentacles into my body. That's not right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get that. They're, they're more just little glitches, you know, like little, little things that are happening just to pique your interest. I mean, I get that. And I would, I would be more, I would be quicker to agree. And this is going to sound really weird coming from me, but I would be quicker to agree that We are somehow intercepting with other timelines, and that—that's the experiences that I'm getting. Like that moment with her being able to hear her, like that. Obviously, that, that I, 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 there is argument for me that I can, I think I can make that says that I experienced a blip of another timeline, almost like an interstellar kind of thing. Yes. Like to where I'm not saying that's what happened, but like I can, I'm getting more. Like for for the longest time, I was like, "There's one like it's a, there is there is one life. We live one life. There is one universe. There is not all these other branches of a timeline that are out there that are, and I'm still there. Like I still think that, but I can understand now people's reasoning on why they think that because of the experiences that I've had. If that makes sense. Yeah. Dude, three times in the last, I forgot about this until you were just talking about that, but three times in probably the last three, four weeks, about a month now, I've had 
really bad deja vu in certain moments and like almost can predict what's going to happen. Like, holy shit. Did I dream this? Was I here? What's going on? Like, I'll just remember something. All of a sudden. I know they say that that is your cerebral cortex, not properly pulling a memory from the file. And you're just struggling to piece it together. But dude, it is crazy. That feeling of like, wait, did I dream this? Did I die in that dream? Wait, what? <laughs> you know, you're trying to figure it out. But yeah, it's yeah. I came out of my bedroom the other day. I stepped over and I said something to Ashley, and it was like, boom. I automatically I shot straight up and I was like, wait a minute, I've been here before. I've said this shit. Oh, excuse me. I've said this stuff before. I've done all this. And then I was at work the other day and I was walking across the floor and I just got done doing something. And I was telling myself, I was trying to remind myself of everything I needed to, you know, do to that particular piece of equipment everything i had all the work i had left done rather and i had to go get some parts and i was coming back and then all of a sudden it was like bam again i stopped right in the middle of the work floor i was like wait a minute did i dream what is going on you know it's been it's been really crazy it's like either this has happened before i've dreamt this it's so crazy that's i feel like that's part of that matrix you know us the glitches let me tell you boys something. Yeah. Uh, this is, I don't know. I had, I have deja vu once a month and I've had that for the last 15 years. Like I can tell you instances like I, it's, it's, I have had deja vu once a month for the last 15 years, if not more than that. Like it happens that frequently to me. Maybe, my, maybe I'm early onset Alzheimer's. I don't know, but like I have, it's not even that's that's a real thing. It's crazy, right? It's the weirdest thing. It is the. I can't, I can't remember any of my. I have never. I can. I. I used to remember my dreams. I can no longer remember my dreams. Exactly. It is my brain getting older. I can no longer remember any of my dreams. Um, but I will have day. De- I have deja vu once a month and have for the last fifteen years. It makes you wonder if you're. You know, they say your cerebral cortex is trying to pull a memory, but isn't. Dreams are stored memories, right? We we've had to have had that vision somewhere passed through the information networks of our brain. So maybe when we're having that deja vu, we did dream that, and we're like, but we can't properly pull. We can't even remember that dream. We don't remember dreaming it. So it's our brain's having a hard time pulling those files. Like I don't know. I don't know. Do y'all do y'all think that that may be like some form of I don't know, like some form of of sixth sense, some kind of sensitivity, some kind of clairvoyance that, you know, all of us may kind of, we may have it, you know, kind of have it buried somewhere deep down within ourselves. But there's just like these little flashes of, I mean, I don't know, what do y'all think about? Like, because obviously that, I mean, there's, 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 there's plenty of, scientific backing behind us just instinctually being able to feel and respond to things that haven't or, or that are going to happen um, or that are happening that we don't physically process, but kind of cerebrally process it and then react to it. I mean, there's, that's, that's definitely that animal instinct, right? That has that third, that's third eye, whatever you want to call it. That's the kind of sense that we have that we know that's going on. That, that's all. I mean, that, that could probably fall into the same, same realm, I guess. 
I want I want to say it was uh, I've been on a big Graham Hancock kick like I've kind of stepped away from the woo a bit, you know, trying to take a break. And I've been on a just history with Graham Hancock. That dude, God, I love that guy. But uh, he, I think it was him talking about the other day with Joe Rogan, one of the shows he did with him. But talking about they did experiments where like they're watching that they'll do like people can feel being watched. And like yeah. they were doing these things where they were getting them right. Like this person's looking at me or somebody's watching me right now. But that's when they were they were doing these studies, but they weren't telling these people what they were in for. It would just be like getting the reaction, like trying to look over, like somebody's looking at me. Dude, I was watching a group of kids on Unexplained with William Shatner. You know, that show that that he did for, you know, two, well, however long. I don't know. But I was watching an episode of it the other day, and it was talking about all these people that had these just like weird senses. And a lot of them were like just reversed senses, you know, like people could hear colors or they could taste colors or they could see sounds, you know, like different stuff like that. Like this one lady tore ACL. <laughs> well, without <laughs> without uh, particular substances, you know, coming By in and way, affecting the neural pathways. Purple is the best taste. And smell. <laughs> I imagine that purple tastes and smells like Aussie hairspray. That's what I imagine. You couldn't be more wrong, sir. Just because the can's <laughs> purple. Don't sir Sully Purple's good name with that. But no, I was watching these kids, dude, and they had they had done all these different studies and and had this like research group and obtained all this different data. And like there's a bunch of different stuff that was going on, but eventually they had like these few kids that they had blindfolded and these kids were literally, they were giving them books that these kids had never read before and blindfolded. These kids were reading these books. Now, how in the, I mean, how does that even happen? Like it's, there's no braille. There's no nothing going on. Like these kids are completely blindfolded. And they're reading these books like something is going on in the human brain there. Like there's some kind of there's some kind of sense that is buried that these kids are able to activate and to use in some way, shape or form. Like I don't know, dude, it's it's like a superpower. It's crazy. It really is. It's almost well, like, you know. Go ahead. It's Sorry. Like our brain, too, like when it if, if somebody has an accident or is born with the inability to use one of the five senses, like, you know, deaf or blind or whatever, like our brain automatically enhances the other senses so that it compensates for the one that's not using. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. It's, it's very much the same concept, right? I mean, and it's, and it's unexplainable how it happens, you know, and it's absolutely wild to think about that. It's able to do that. But like, it's, you think about this, just imagine, like when you, you wake up and it's pitch dark, right? And you can't see anything and your eyes have not adjusted to the, the light yet at all. Or if there is no light to adjust and you just can't see anything, you like you instantly just kind of have the ability to kind of feel your area that's around you and you can navigate. Like you're going to run, you know, you're going you're to hit some stuff. Sure, you have just an innate ability to navigate that area, even if you can't see anything because everything else kind of kicks on to a 10th power, right? Um, 
so maybe I guess that's kind of the just the way the brain operates, right? Just it's just what it does to kind of help survival, I guess. That reminds me, there was a dude on that same episode that was he became blind. He had cancer when he was one, and they had to remove both of his eyes, so he was blind, you know, his entire life. And early on, he started using echolocation, like a like a bat would do, like everywhere he goes. He makes these clicking sounds with his tongue. Just like that. And can no joke. That's how he maneuvers, but not just getting around. He can sit down and sketch out what the entire his entire surroundings look like. Brain is just it's it, was it's just, it's nuts. It's amazing. You know, when you're robbed of one of those senses, how everything else just makes up you know they call it a disability these people have superpowers oh yeah yeah for sure well you know i okay i I hit on the clairvoyance thing like the sixth sense thing a little bit or maybe seventh sense because i i I feel like pain is probably the sixth sense i mean if you think about it that's kind of a sense that we have that's not really listed with you anyway that's you know neither here nor there, but I, w- I was I've been thinking a lot about that lately because <clears throat> me and my wife have been talking a little bit about you know this the, like the whole thing with like a sixth sense or, or clairvoyance or like you know God giving you something or giving you this vision of something to come to you know, maybe help that situation or, or, you know, whatever the case may be, because there's been a couple instances in the last few months to where, and you know, anybody, I mean, y'all know my wife, you know, Monica, she does not like to talk about anything at all that involves any kind of woo at all. And she automatically, like she's even hesitant to talk to me about things, even though, I mean, y'all know me. I mean, I, I love the fact that something would happen that she would want to talk about and it being weird. So a couple times in the last few months, she smelled smoke, right? Just out of nowhere, she smelled smoke. One time she woke me up in the middle of the night and smelled smoke here and had me up checking the entire house, making sure, you know, nothing was hot, nothing was on fire, whatever. Everything was totally cool. You know, I finally got her calmed down, convinced her that everything was fine. She goes back to sleep. You know, well, we go back to sleep. Well, the next morning around nine or 10 o'clock, she sends me a video from her work and the whole place is filled with smoke. They have no idea where it came from. They couldn't find any fire or, you know, she any caused, electrical. It's her. She it, caused it. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe. How it makes so, sense that basically Connor, so every child a woman has, a piece of that child is infuses with their DNA. Connor is a magnet for the woo. It would make sense that Monica would pick that up now that she has Connor's DNA in her. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that could be part of it. Yeah. But then just a couple months ago, they were coming home from a ball game. And I mean, y'all know how it is. You're going down the road. There's a lot of times, and it may have been what happened. 
<clears throat> sometimes, you know, somebody's just burning trash or there's a barbecue going or whatever. Well, she was going down the road. It was late at night. She smelled smoke again. Had asked Alyssa, my daughter, if she smelled it. And Alyssa said, no, she didn't smell anything. Well, they get, you know, like 30, 40 minutes on down the road. And there's this house fire on the side of the road. They have traffic stop backed up. They had to turn around and go back a different way. Oh, but two instances. Oh, Moss got a super sniffer on her. She's got something. <laughs> she's got something. So she was talking to me about some of this the other day. And it made me think back to, and Lance, I don't know if you remember this at all. And, and I've never shared it on here and never talked about it because it does make me sound crazy. Well, look, it, I'm, everybody knows I'm crazy. In 2024, in 2024, I've just decided that Justin's letting all the crazy out. Okay, I'm just letting it all out. The new year, and, uh, same Justin. That's t- <laughs> <laughs> new year, same me. There's no New Year's resolution here. Okay, so there's been a couple instances, but it was when I was younger, and. The really weird part is, is it was just kind of in the year or so leading up to the whole Bruno thing. All right. But there were two instances where I I had one instance, I had a vision, like a legit vision, like this happened. This played out in my brain. Uh, well, I'll, I'll just talk about that. So I'm sitting in, um, I'm sitting in class one day. We're supposed to be writing an essay. I'm sitting there writing, you know, probably half writing, goofing off, talking like, you know, I just did. And then just all of a sudden, I mean, it's like it's like I was asleep and dreaming, but I never. It's like I took a trip and never left the farm. You know what I mean? Like I was sitting there and in my mind's eye, I saw. A friend of ours. And the vehicle that she was driving go careening off the side of the road down over a mountainside and crash out. Okay. And then I just come right back like nothing had happened. But I saw it plain as day in my mind. In my mind's eye, I saw it plain as day. So I sat on it for like probably a day. And then I was just like, well, I mean, maybe I'm meant to to at least like warn her a little bit. So I go to her and I'm like, hey, this is going to sound really, really, really weird. And and I mean, it, it may be nothing, but just be careful. Like when you're on the road, when you're traveling, just be really careful. I got and I didn't go into detail. I was just like, you know, I had a bad feeling, whatever. Just be safe. Well, a week later. She's late coming into school that day. When she does come in, yeah, she's I remember, bawling. I remember that. She's bawling her eyes out. And she had her mom and dad's trailblazer. Yeah. She had wrecked coming off of Edward Ridge in yeah. the exact same spot, the exact yeah. same place. The weather was the same. Like what I seen was like from a drone view, like a drone angle, you know, like from the top down. That's what I seen in my mind's eye a week before this actually happened. 
And dude, it freaked her out so much that she wouldn't even talk to me for, I don't know, probably a couple weeks, a month. Like she He's thought a warlock. Kind of, she thought I was some kind of witch for real. Get out of here, and Harry Potter. Wouldn't even speak to me. But yeah, dude, like I saw that plain as day. So, I mean, that has to be something. Yeah. I mean, something, something happened and I have no idea how or how to control it or you know, whatever. That's crazy. But that happened. Well, there was another instance, and this was even stranger. This was even, I mean, this was nuts. But, I mean, you can verify these accounts. And I'm not going to name names because I don't know if they want me to name them or whatever. I don't know if they want that kind of personal info being out. But Lance knows who I'm talking about, and he can back it up. And that account that I just gave, I actually had this girl's brother messaged me a few months ago and be like, um, she told me this. Is that true? And I, I, I laughed. And I said, yeah, that's, that's true. That happened. And literally his next message was, dude, you freak me out sometimes. <laughs> so I'm still freaking out the family like 20 years later. Anyway, <clears throat> this next, this next event account, whatever you want to call it, so me and Monica, we were hanging out at her house. Uh, we had this other couple that was good friends of ours. They were down there hanging out with us as well. And I'm not going to lie, I'd been I'd been drinking a little bit. I was drinking Southern Comfort, the Southern Comfort on the rocks, just sipping on it throughout the evening. We were playing games. We were talking, you know, just shooting the bull, whatever. And I started hearing. Like this, this voice, almost like a, almost like a chanting or, or like a singing, but it was like this high pitched girl's voice that was chanting. Like, I don't know what it was. It was, it, it, there was a melody behind it. There was a rhythm to it, but I kept hearing it like in the background of the conversation and the stuff that was going on there. So finally, I was like, all right, well, look, I'm going to separate myself from them and kind of just walk around. So I told them that I had to use the bathroom. I got up. I started toward the bathroom. And the farther away that I got and the more that I was concentrating on it, I could hear where this chanting and this this like this rhythmic singing was coming from. So. You know, I've never been really smart. I start going toward it, right? And I, I go in to the farthest bedroom that was in Monica's house, you know, where, where she grew up. It's no longer there. But where she grew up, I go into the farthest bedroom. And, you know, the closer that I got, the the louder it got, the more I could hear it. I never really could make out what it was saying. It was just like a, a rhythmic, sing-songy chant i don't i don't know how else to explain it so i get there and now look don't get me wrong again i've been drinking some soco for a while here i was a little inebriated and i thought well this is probably this sounds this is gonna be a lot of fun i don't know what's going on right here i love jumanji yeah (laughs) so 
I go in, I open the door. I just, I, you know, I slide it open. It, the lights are off in it, but there's enough light coming from the rest of the house in there. And dude, plain as day, I see this little girl sitting on the foot of the bed in this room. And she turns her head and looks at me and says, don't let them go home. And was gone. That was it. That's all I got. No more sing-songy chants. No more nothing. Just that. That's all it was. So I'm like, what the flit? What does that mean? You know, what's going on there? So I walked back in there, and as soon as I did, you know, like all of them were like, what is going on? You're white as a ghost. Like, you look like you just saw a ghost. I was like, well, because I freaking did. I just did. Funny you should mention that. (laughs) Also, did anyone bring an extra pair of pants? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I go back in there, and I explain to them, because, I mean, I'm freaking out. So I explain to them what happened. And, you know, the only thing that I could figure was like, I was like, look, guys, I think y'all should probably crash here tonight. Just, I mean, you know, you both been drinking a little bit. This, whatever happened, all it said was don't let them go home. Y'all are the only ones here. You're the only people that within this circle of control that I have to say, hey, you probably shouldn't go home. So they did. They decided, I mean, they took the word of, uh, almost drunk, crazy dude that just saw this and was like, all right, we'll just, we'll settle down here for the night. But we did, we go to bed, get a phone call. No, 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 nope, nope. The next day, the next morning, they go on home, they get up, go on home. Well, the girl calls Monica back and says, oh my God, you're not going to believe this. She said, but her boyfriend's mom or aunt or somebody in the family had came by just like geeked out of their mind and was waving a gun around and demanding to see this girl that was was there, that was hanging out. It's like, you've got to be kidding me, man. Like, so whatever this was. You know, I have no idea who this little girl was. I mean, evidently she was this girl that was there, her guardian angel. Because she just flat out said, hey, don't let them go home. Man. What, are those, what are those spirits we, or paranormal entities we spoke about before that are, they're kind of, uh, they don't really care if they help. They don't really care if they hurt you. It's uh Idolas. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, dude. I don't know, but like the as far as like the whole clairvoyance, all this different sixth sense kind of junk. I mean, yeah, I feel like I'm probably higher on the sensitivity scale than most people. I think it's safe to say that. I think yeah. that I've seen and heard and, and experienced you know, more than most. But that's the only two instances that that ever happened. And it happened within this, like a few months time. And that was it, you know, nothing since nothing. I don't know, except for these weird vibrations. I get in my body now that shuts off machinery and messes with elect- electrical yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
Good vibration. Hey, speaking of vibrations, that's a perfect segue into something I seen the other day. And then I study a little bit more into it. I don't want to know what I actually got you for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing I have vibrates. (laughs) It was supposed to be a neck massager, right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's shaped like a plug. But (laughs) so, speaking of good vibrations. Did you guys hear about that dude over in Africa that basically took Tesla's idea and made it work with the vibrations and the frequencies in the air? I did see that. And then they jailed him in Africa. They poisoned him in America. He got back to Africa. They still didn't want him. Now he's in California. I hope Elon Musk. See, Elon just did a big recall on a bunch of Teslas. Wouldn't it be awesome? Yeah, wouldn't it be awesome if this guy's working with him? Like, you'll never have to charge your Tesla again. It just runs off the frequencies of the air. You think they'd kill Elon? I don't know, dude. I think they'll kill anybody. So the next thing, so I was looking into frequencies, and one of the things you read about with that is uh, how people claim they have different frequencies have healing powers. Yes. Because, you know, our... Uh, they changed our music from 432 hertz to 440 hertz because yep. that actually affects your uh, emotions. Yes, yep. so that's there, why they play is, it. there is an actual healing hertz, correct? There is a, a numerical hertz that is healing, right? And there's a yes. number 586 or something like that. I don't know exactly what it is. But. So this old rich dude, I cannot remember his name right now. That's great, but anyway, this dude was rich. He got diagnosed with cancer. He was big into this stuff. So he goes over to this guy that's telling him, hey, I I think I can heal you. So what he does, but what he, what he mistakenly did was he set the frequency that's supposed to kill parasites and it cured his cancer. So that got me, I was, I was on edibles. That got me down a couple of roads. Luckily, I remembered these roads because they were so interesting to me. One, the way cancer spreads and affects the body, it moves like a parasite. Yes. It it attaches itself to a host body. And then it grows and spreads and lives until it kills that host and then it dies off, right? But somehow... Like, what if this, I don't know, what if it is parasitic? What if it is alien? What if we are a Petri dish of people from the freaking future that are still trying to cure cancer? They keep giving it to us to see if different things work. I don't know. You took me down all those roads. You would not be the first person that I've heard this from because there for about a week straight, it seems like every other thread or post that I saw on X was about cancer being parasitic and how all these people you're kidding me I have seen I have seen so many posts on that yes because when you actually started to talk about it I swear to you I have not read anything on that I was having a discussion with the guy at work that I talk about the podcast with and we have very interesting discussions and we were sitting there thinking about that. And then when I got home later, or talking about that, when I got home later thinking about it, and of course I was on edibles, then I was like, well, wait a minute. So I started looking into all this stuff, and it shows that he had that set to kill parasites. Yeah. And I was thinking, what if cancer's parasitic? 
Yeah, I seen something the other day that showed like a whole list of people that had used like anti-parasitic drugs and, you know, the frequencies and stuff that you're talking about and literally, supposedly, allegedly, you know, healed themselves of cancer. Yeah, I've seen several of those post uh, videos, whatever you want to call it as well. Well, you know, talking about the frequencies and the hearses, again, you have you know, biblical... We'll stop. We'll stop. Don't want to... I've got to run, but I want to tell the Hill folk, Levians mean it. Have a great new year. Boys, love you all very much as well. Love you, buddy. Carry on. I'll catch you boys next time. Happy New Year, buddy. 2024 is going to be leaving. See you next year. And it's still me leaving when I want to leave, baby. <laughs> See you next year, Lance. <laughs> Lance just does whatever he wants to do. Lance just do whatever Lance wants to do. Lance, Lance is one of the most badass dudes I've ever met. Lavians mean it. Love you, buddy. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I love Lance. I regret yelling at him over Auld Lang Syne. <laughs> I don't. That was a great way to I start the show. I, I just, how old are you guys? 36, right? I'm like, there's no way you've never heard of Auld Lang Syne. I think Lance is 35. I'm about to be 35. Oh, I thought you guys were older than that. Dang it. I mean, we're old enough, dude. We're old enough. Not quite as old as you, but we're old old enough. I know. That was hilarious, though. He's like, I don't care how many times you say it. I'm still (laughs) not It's like, I don't know why you're yelling at me. I was like... But no, what I was going to say, like we have biblical reference for, you know, frequencies and all this stuff too, because like Saul, it says God gives Saul this, this evil spirit and David plays this evil spirit away on his heart. So like the song, hallelujah, you know, I heard there was a secret chord that David played and he pleased the Lord. Lord. Yep. So this secret chord, that's what. You know, this whatever David played, this whatever, whatever hurts, whatever frequency that was there was able to drive away this evil spirit from Saul. Which tells me that um, all these priests that do exorcisms and these ministers that do deliverance, they just got to figure out what the secret court of David's is. Yeah. We can get the devils out of here real quick. Start playing hard. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows. I mean, I'm. Nobody can stand heart music, not even demons. They're going to run. Like, I mean, I'm a professional DJ now. You just call me up whenever you got to get rid of a demon. And we'll I just... synthesize that note. <laughs> and to all the harpists out there, I was kidding. I think it's a beautiful instrument. But it is a beautiful instrument. It is. Not as beautiful as the cello, though. Dude, the I was favorite. just getting ready to say my all time favorite. Is the cello? I actually, I want. I'm going to learn how to play. I'm going to teach myself. Did we just become best friends? I think we did. You want to go out in the garage and do go- some karate? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. But all this weirdness, man. But yeah, that uh, I'm on a serious, like I said, uh, kick of listening to Graham Hancock, Randall Carlson, but. Oh, yeah. In anticipation of recording with you guys, what I spent yesterday doing was listening to the entire series of High Strange with 
Payne Lindsay. Dude, I've been listening to the same thing. How interesting. Did you make it to the Betty Barney Hill episode? Not yet, but I know the whole story. I was listening to that on the way. Wait until you re-listen to this, because he plays the every audio recording of them. Oh, dude, I've heard the recordings. They're terrifying. Barney gives me chills. Uh, Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, Betty and Barney Rubble were the Flintstones neighbors. They have nothing to do with this story. But Betty and Barney Hill... They were a mixed race couple from the 1960s, was it about 62, 64, somewhere around there. Yeah, somewhere around Not there. a good time to be a mixed race couple in America, obviously. So Betty and Barney had some, you know, they weren't welcome everywhere because of ignorance. But I think the correct term for that is interracial couple. Is that what? What did I say? Mixed race. Oh, interracial couple. I'm sorry. I think that's I Barney. Think that's, Barney I think Hill that's was bigotry. black. Betty Hill was white. <laughs> and he's getting yelled at from the people in his own house right now for that sense of bigotry when he said mixed race couple. I'm no, pretty my sure. My daughters sitting there squirting each other with something while I'm on a recording. Don't worry, he'll fuck. I'll beat them furiously when we get off here. But I'm just <laughs> kidding. I don't I don't hit my kids. But uh yeah, dude. But Betty and Barney Hill, dude, Barney gives me chills listening to him. And this isn't this doctor's not doing any leading questions under hypnosis therapy. He's not saying so all he said was Barney. Take me to the night of your experience. And then Barney goes, he's like, where were you? Barney tells him, what were you doing? What were you seeing? Those aren't leading questions. Those are questions. Yeah. Barney, Barney, yeah, Barney explains everything. He explains looking through his binoculars and seeing through the windows and seeing these little people. And then they're going down the road in this like trance and their, their cars vibrating and, they come up on this roadblock of these strange people that won't even talk to them. And then under hypnosis, they're like these men at the roadblock. I don't like them, you know, and they're, they're terrified. Barney starts screaming. I need to get my gun. <laughs> he's dude. He's terrified. He's the doctor keeps having to calm him down because he's just bawling, screaming. He's terrified. Did they, they experience something. And see, like the weird thing is, like in Betty, when she starts delivering her experiences, it wasn't all that bad. Like it wasn't a, a traumatic sense of events that happened. Yeah. But with Barney, dude, it was reliving a nightmare for him. And the crazy thing is, there's a when her when they came back, the dress that she wore that night. There's some kind of something on that dress. That science still cannot identify the substance or the 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 what am I talking the compound or whatever? Yeah, that it's made up of. Yeah, like her dress still was shredded. It. Yeah, it was torn out of pieces. She talks about one part. Uh, they had this huge like syringe looking thing. And she's oh, like, yeah. what are you doing? Where are you going to put that? And she's like, basically, they're telling. And they both said they're speaking to me. And he's like, what do they sound like? He's like, I don't know. They're not like moving their lips. I just know. 
is what he's saying. They're not talking out loud. I just know what they want. And then which you hear all the time in abduction cases. All the time. But Betty talks about they were going to put that in her navel. And she's like, no, that's not going to fit. You're going to hurt me. And they're like, you need to calm down. You're not going to feel a thing. And she's like, why are you doing this? And they said, it's a pregnancy test. Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. Which leads me again. Are aliens a a civilization similar to us? Are are aliens from the past and made it out there? Is ancient technology stronger than what we thought? You know what I think they are? What do you think? Demons? I think that they are parts and okay. So if we look at the dark side of, of the spiritual world, okay, we know that they obviously can take physical form. It's all in it's all throughout the Bible, it's all throughout every ancient text that the spiritual realm can occupy physical form. So if you look at it as like a criminal organization to where there are circles within circles, within circles, within circles, and that there's a certain elite tier that's kind of calling the shots and having people do what they need them to do. I feel like that a lot of these extraterrestrial races that we hear about, you know, the greys, the reptilians, the, all these things that that are abducting people and doing all these, and, and it usually all centers around sex and reproduction, right? Like it's almost every account, you know, somebody's talking about, you know, there, there's people that are losing babies. There's pregnancies that are just going missing. There are accounts and people that have their first child legitimately. And when the doctor goes in, they say, like, how many miscarriages have you had when the lady has never had a miscarriage that she knows of? Like, there's all these things that have happened. I feel like, me personally, and this isn't just coming from me. This has come from a lot of researchers and scholars that are far superior in knowledge than I have. But I feel like feel like my my faith my belief and the bible tells us there's an upcoming there's an upcoming war that's going to happen the battle of armageddon is going to happen and i feel like the enemy is trying to raise an army and he's doing that right now through this entire process of uh Genetics and DNA manipulation and harvesting and crossbreeding and hybridization that's going on between these extraterrestrials and air quotes, whatever they are. I have no idea what they are. I'm not going to sit here and say that they're demons. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, there could be a lot of different things out there. But I feel like a lot of it are playing on the same side. They're playing on the same team. and. If they're trying to create, if they're trying to create this army to kind of rise against the side of light, that would be a way to do it. I mean, if you don't have enough people on your side, what, okay. So, 
the first time around, you took a third of the angels, right? And you couldn't defeat God and the other two thirds. Yeah. So you've already went down that route and you realize, well, crap, you know what? I'm going to need a whole lot more. Yeah. I don't know how much good we would be. Like, but if by some chance, it's it's just like it's just like the Nephilim, dude. Yeah. When you have the sons of God that mate with humans and create these crazy supernatural giants, what if extraterrestrials, you know, what if these extraterrestrials are sons of God? Yeah. What if they're the same thing wearing a different mask? Yeah, exactly. I mean, angels, I don't think it says in the Bible that they have wings. So if they flew down to Earth, no, no, the wing thing describe it. The wing thing came about due to a bunch of Renaissance paintings that happened in Europe in the 14 and 1500s that made ever or 1600s, whatever it was. That's where our idea of angels is. If you hear about angels described in the Bible, they are terrifying, dude. It's no freaking wonder that every time they show up, they got to say, hey, fear not. Yeah, be not afraid. People are falling down on their face about to die. (laughs) Ain't no freaking wonder. Be not afraid. Get out of here. Talking about something (laughs) with like a thousand eyes and wings all over its body and wheels within wheels. What does that sound like? What is wheels within wheels? wheels it's a freaking it's a it's a freaking ezekiel described a flying saucer dude yeah yeah that's yeah i I was trying to think of flying saucer spin yeah wheels within wheels wheels within wheels he said i saw an angel and it 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 was it looked it appeared to be like wheels within wheels wheels within wheels That is sad. We can't even comprehend, can we? We can't even wrap okay, our minds so, around it. No, we can't. We can't comprehend. So it it's one of those things with me. Like, what if the sons of God, because, okay, look. We're created from the same creator, right? The angels were created. Um you know, as kind of like this. They're kind of like an elder sibling to us is the way that I kind of picture it, right? God created them, and then, you know, they mess up, so he creates us in his image, and I don't necessarily believe that that's saying we look exactly like God. I, I think that that's talking about an image of consciousness and free will and emotion and all these different things. Yeah. But like we know that in Eden that Adam and Eve were walking with the seraphim and cherubim that were guarding the gates of Eden. So we know that they were walking around with angels at the time. Yeah. And it wouldn't have just been any angels. It would have been angels that had been cast out of heaven onto earth. So it would have been the ones that already messed up. And God. Well, unless God posted in there to go against those fallen angels, right? To protect the garden. And that's possible. I mean, it could, it could have been. It could have been. But we know that Satan was in the garden. Yeah. The serpent. The serpent was in the garden. That's when they had legs. 
And that Hebrew, well, the Hebrew term for serpent there is also could mean the same thing as seraphim. So hmm. it could have been an angel. Anyway, what I'm trying to get at is from the beginning, we've had this, this spiritual war at play, okay? God made us in his image, gave us dominion over the entire earth. Okay, that's where we were meant to rule, was right here, right where we're at. And people talk all the time about, you know, like, oh, well, I can't wait to go to heaven. You know, I can't wait to you know leave this home and make my way back to heaven and all of it. Look, when the, when God when Jesus decides to come back, it says that a new heaven and new earth will be created. And if this new Jerusalem will come down and be a part of this new earth, we'll still be right here. We'll still be on this new earth as believers. Dang. So that's good. I was getting kind of I was getting kind of sick of old earth anyway. That's <laughs> Any, I, okay. I'm, I'm getting into a whole lot of theological stuff here. And it's all my beliefs. And and yeah, you know, somebody could argue every bit of this and pull information from here and there. I'm just telling you from my research and what I've looked into and what I believe. But the thing that I'm trying to say is these sons of God, these fallen angels, these whatever they are, we know that there was a third of them that was kicked out. I'm sure that's a lot. I'm sure that's a whole lot because there was a whole host in heaven. So, if these things all throughout history have just wore different masks to be a part of the plan that they've already failed at a couple times at least. Yeah. We know they failed in the war in heaven. We know they failed in the time of the flood when they created the Nephilim. From that time, and here's what people don't realize about the time span, okay? From creation to the flood of Noah was almost the exact same amount of time from the flood of Noah to now. We think that this that there was just this short little amount of time that God created the earth and man, and then just decided, oh well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna flood it. I messed up real bad. I mean, he didn't just annul it right off the bat. Yeah, well, he you didn't know, mess it went up. On for, His creation got too weird. Right. It went on for, well, I mean, we still messed up <laughs> from the get-go. Oh, yeah. Adam and Eve screwed up, and he was like, well, I tried to give you all dominion, but guess <laughs> what? I'm giving it back to these idiots now, I guess. So, <laughs> Way to go, idiots. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is, what if this, what if today, the same thing that is going on with these extraterrestrials, in air quotes, again, for the listeners, are the same things that were going on in the days of Noah, just in different ways. Yeah. What if instead of today, like the fallen angels marrying and, you know, having sexual relations, they're just going about it a different way, a more mysterious way, a way that, that they are, showing it in a different light and a different route to people to make us think and believe that we're dealing with 
these other beings from this other world that are just so far superior and more advanced technologically that they can come pick us off one at a time and do what's the purpose? Yeah. What's the point in that? Like if they are so far more advanced and so far superior, then why even mess with us? Yeah. Unless they're trying to help or just uh, like we are naturally curious, you know, but the thing is what we have to do, what I think is important when it comes to this stuff is take everything that we know and throw it in the trash because we have, we can't even comprehend where they're from, what kind of, I mean, what they're made up of, what, I mean, what kind of planet they live on. Do they have a planet? Are they, have they always been roaming the galaxies? Like what's going on? Are they made up of the same components as us? Uh, Evidently in several, several cases, there's things we can't identify that we find, you know, compounds like you were talking about earlier whether it be uh, uh chemical or you know physical whatever a metal or yeah. a, a chemical or whatever but yeah dude it's it's almost like at your backyard man just put a fence around your backyard and that's our galaxy okay and everything in it is made up of the same stuff now, just on the other side of that fence maybe a tree or a sidewalk or a body of water but we have no idea what they're made of. We have no idea what they thrive on, how they live. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. Well, I mean, it, it's, I think that just looking at it from a scientific aspect, I think that it's a little ridiculous of us to think that we are one, that earth, it's just one little tiny speck. It's just one little grain of sand on all the beaches in the world and more as far as planets and stars and and bodies in this ever vastly expanding universe. Yes. To believe that we are the only life that's out there in, in all of that, I think is. It's, it's absurd. There's a whole lot of naivety going on there. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's a lot of hubris to make that claim. But my thing is, is again, like these UFOs that we see that we can't explain, that that we don't think is military, you know, yeah, maybe that is another civilization that's kind of doing some surveillance and, and reaching out. and doing, I mean, we know that we've been sending signals into space for, decades now at least you know trying to make contact with other extraterrestrial civilizations that are out there but this whole again the whole abduction scenario it just hits way too close to home for me to think that it doesn't directly involve something going on with us and here yeah and there's so many, and there's so many of these reports that people are just like, you know, they don't claim to be on a a craft or a spaceship. They're like, no, I was in a hospital room. This looked like a hospital room. So yeah. I mean, what if these things aren't? What if what if they're not? You know, I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, know. Either. I don't, I don't know, know. None of us do. That's why we can't sit here and make claims. We can only say, I think this is what it is. But for those. Way too many people 
that have memories of these things that have happened, you know, whether it be subconsciously or through hypnosis or just flat out, they know what happened. There's way too many people that come and have receipts, dude. Like I was talking about, some of these ladies that literally a doctor goes and tells them, like, you have so much scar tissue here that you've had to have, you know, several miscarriages or like, dude, what is that? That's crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. It the thing, and you know, the other thing that kills me is I mean, about 98% of the brightest minds in the world just blow this stuff off. Oh, yeah. When yeah, they could complete. be making so much, I mean, how can you call yourself like scientists, uh, physicists, whatever you want, whatever you are? If, how in the world? Can we discover anything when you guys already know everything? Right. And every that's just a ridiculous notion. Doesn't need to be looked into because what you were taught doesn't say anything about it. So it must not be true. Just like archaeology fights Graham Hancock, calls him a pseudoscientist and all this. When there's plenty of proof out there that, that these things are much older. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't sure. believe the Egyptians built the pyramids anymore. I believe... The Egyptians came along and carved out a face on the Sphinx. I believe it was originally a lion because it faces right at Leo at the summer or winter solstice when it lines up with it. Um, it's crazy. And for yeah. anybody to say that there was no uh, uh, astrology at that point in time, or what is it? Uh, astrophysics or whatever. Astronomers. Yeah. yeah. Astronomers. I mean, these temples in Indonesia, they built because of over time, the Earth's rotation and the star's movement, they built temple after temple to line it up with this one star. Yeah. All this time. And you're telling me they don't know what they're talking about. They didn't have light, you know, the light pollution. Can you imagine right. what the sky looked back like in their day? Would you would see, you would see every comet, every star, every. It would be see, unbelievable. Oh my gosh, I would love to you see. You could that. literally see the Milky Way, like, yeah, you could see it. Yeah, I mean, plain as day. Well, it's, all these, just like you're talking about, all these temples are lined up to the constellations, to these, to Polaris, to, yes. to all these different stars. I mean, it, it, it's unreal, and. In a couple weeks or next, whenever, we are going to get into some proof right here in our own backyard. We've talked a little bit about it with Mark. We've teased it for forever now. But we know for a fact, just by investigating our own backyard, that history is just flat out wrong. Yeah. <laughs> they're wrong. Yeah, they're just wrong. I mean, you don't have a bunch of Phoenician script and engravings carved into rocks all along the the East Coast and say, oh, well, yeah, yeah Columbus, he's the first one here, except for the yeah. natives that come across on the bridge, you know, the land bridge. And like, come <laughs> on, man. No. That's, I mean, it's ridiculous to even think about to this yeah. point. Yeah. And, and it, I mean, he thought he was in India anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. He was that, that's 
and that's why we still keep the name Indians. That's so. Yeah. That's the. They're not even. Thing. They're not even Indian. They're native. That's the dumbest thing it ever. Is. And we just decided to never fix that. Like, yeah, because this racist piece of shit who did, dude. There are some horrific stories about Chris Columbus. That dude was a piece oh, of yeah. shit. Yeah, Spaniard. Oh no, he was Italian, right? But he got funded by the Spain. By Spain. Yeah, he was Italian. He was funded by the crown. The Queen of Spain. Of Spain. Yeah. Yeah. To go because he said, you know, I can go find these lands or whatever. And he went and he did it by accident. But anywho, other than that, yeah, dude. It's and, and you know, you were talking about earlier with aliens checking sexual reproduction and all that. I mean, we do that with animal species. So we we know how everything on this earth mates. We do. We all have that curiosity, except for eels. Isn't that weird? I don't think they know how. We don't know a lot about eels. No, they go. They swim from rivers and all this. They meet in this one spot in the ocean. They dive down to where we can't even go, and then more eels come out. I think eels are aliens. I think they are too. (laughs) They gotta be. What if they go down there and just split? Like it's just we don't know. Prove me wrong. They might. They might. (laughs) Have you ever watched that movie? Have you ever watched that movie? I think it's on uh, Prime Video, uh, The Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. Uh-uh. Hey, you need to watch that movie. I like to watch that. I've been in yeah. lately, like I said, I've been on a big grant. I've been watching Ancient Apocalypse. <laughs> I've been listening to every show he's ever done recorded listening. I'm so, well, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm, Neck deep in in everything that Graham Hancock has done. I am so interested in this stuff. Did you watch Ancient Apocalypse? I haven't watched it all the way through. I'm still watching because oh, through yeah. the show, yeah. I'm stopping and like going and looking at these things. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, Gobekli Tepe. Big. Yeah, Gobekli Tepe. I've been big into Graham Hancock for, I don't know, probably a couple of years now. Dude, he's but amazing. that's, I mean, you know me, that's always been my area of you know, like all the weird you know the paranormal you know ufos all this different cryptids yeah. like yeah that catches my interest and i like talking about it and i like dev- especially hearing you know encounters and stories and all this and that but dude the ancient past and ancient civilizations and altered history that's always been my favorite topic and i don't understand why in the archaeology, you would think archaeologists would be like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is so much older than what we thought. This is a break. This is breaking. This is yeah. groundbreaking discovery. This is so much older than we thought. You got Gudong Padang, I think Padang, and yeah. what's that, Indonesia? You've got Gebekli Tepe, which they both 12,000 years plus. Atlantis. The city of Atlantis, Plato wrote about it and was yep. given, what is that, 9,000 BC? So that puts us right at about 11,500 to 12,000 years. And guess what happened at that point in time? The Younger Dryas. Yep. Which Randall Carlson, his theory is that those meteors hit those ice caps, not that they let melted and formed lakes and then the dams just broke he's like guys this is so crazy to think about 
I think his theory is correct because looking at look at the Grand Canyon, you're telling me that little river. I don't care how long over time, Jesus. All the other rivers have been running that long at least, right? But this little river yeah. cuts through all that rock. No, come on. No, no. But a meteor hitting a ice cap and sending all these rushes of water and ice and that would carve a mountain out. Uh, yeah, pretty quick. Glaciers rolling themselves. I mean, come on, people. But dude, it's this stuff's mind blowing, and I don't understand why in the scientific community it's 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 this way, and that's it. There can be nothing else. Although they're trying to make, they can't explain what they say. It's this way. Those are theories. Like there are scientific facts mixed in and out and they do very good work. We have a lot of great things because of science and, and, and engineers and all these other people. But at the same time, dude, come on. Like what the H just (laughs) get your stuff together. Like why, why does it have to be this way? Like most of the stuff you guys streamline and say, it's only this way is a theory. Unproven. You may have a small body of evidence to support it, but you don't have that stone cold fact. You know, this is what it is. But I I do think scientists should uh, do what they do in these panels. And basically, when one scientist presents something, all the other ones try to tear it down. Oh, yeah. You have to have a closer. Yeah. That, I mean, all the other scientists or spouting out, no, they can't be because of this. And if that guy can just keep saying, no, consider this and prove them wrong, then yeah, you have a working theory. But I think that's important to do. But at the same time, you can't just discount something because you believe it has to be this way. If you already know everything in the world, what the hell are you studying? What the H are you studying? What are you doing? If you already know everything, what are you looking for? That's, you know what? I'm just going to keep cursing. That's my word to you, asshat scientist. Pull your heads out of your asses, all right? And freaking, let's let's get this shit together. Let's figure out what this stuff is. Let's. Who cares if it's nothing? Who cares if it turns out to be wrong? You eliminated that possibility. You haven't eliminated that possibility yet because you're just saying, no, that can't be true. Oh, apparently you lived 12,000 years ago, so... I'll take your word for it. Yeah. That's my rant on scientists. I I told you, I've been listening to Graham Hancock. Like, I would punch an archaeologist right now in the face. <laughs> They're standing in front of me like, you leave Graham Hancock alone, you SOB. Well, I think I think that's a good place to end this one. Yeah. Come to eight and I, where Everybody. we question everything, and we punch the main narrative right in the face. <laughs> yeah. Everybody have a great new year, except for you guys. <laughs> yeah, except for you guys and the 1% who wants to take the time out of their day to be extremely impolite and rude about how we conduct our, how we conduct our show that you definitely do not have to listen to. Yeah, I hope everybody has a great new year. I hope those guys have a moderately decent new year. I don't yeah. want bad on nobody. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. We're putting that out there in the universe. We don't want to come back and bite our asses, but. Yeah, man. 2024. 
we're looking forward to it. Hopefully, a lot more big things are coming. Oh, I'm sure, dude. Yeah, I know some. We're going to have some pretty cool interviews, and I got some uh, hopefuls that are coming. Uh, So, looking for a great lineup to start the new year off. Awesome. Awesome. So, Hill folks, stay with us. We know it's been sporadic lately, but Lord have mercy, it is. It's life, and especially the holiday season, goodness. Justin yep. has 80, 822 kids, and Lance is a teacher, and his two little girls. And Lance is a good dad and husband, and that's what comes first. Well, we all are, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and that's always going to come first, and exactly. that's why – that's why we may never be doing this full time, but we are going to have a blast. We're going to have in fun the time that. that we are doing it. Exactly. If if this never comes something we can do for a living, I, mean, I want to keep going forever because this is so much fun and we get to meet so many new people. So, guys, Appalachian Intelligence at gmail.com. All right. Send us. Your stories. If you want to be on the show, send us your stories. I read them every day. All right. I get back to you when I can, guys. All right. I work 10, 12 hours a day. It's kind of hard sometimes, but, and I got three kids and a family, but you guys know that you've been around long enough. But Appalachian Intelligence at gmail.com, email us your weird stuff. I think I'm going to, uh, I think I got some plans for our TikTok channel. So if you're on TikTok, go ahead and follow it. The videos aren't there, but I'm going to start doing some crazy stuff. I got some costumes and stuff I'm going to put on, but uh, I got a few funny videos I think I'm going to do, but you know, uh, we're going to blow this thing up in 2024. This is year number three we're coming into. Yeah. It's crazy. Year three. So year guys, three. Instagram. We're hot on there a lot. We got our own Discord. If you have trouble getting into the Discord link, message us on Instagram. Send us an email. We'll get that link to you so you can get in that Discord. Great fan base over there. Great time in the Discord. Um, pretty much takes care of itself by this point because we got such a great fan base. <laughs> we just go in there and talk to people, and they're having like we're interrupting conversations by doing so because it's that much fun and. Everybody oh, yeah. enjoys hanging out. So, it's guys, more of a fam base. It's like a big family over there. Yeah. But most importantly, Justin says it all the time, guys. Just share the show. Share the show. Share the show. You can go to our Patreon and support us there if you feel led to. If not, enjoy the free content, man. There's extra content over there. There's extra privileges over there, like a powwow. You know, if I thought about it, we could have asked everybody if they wanted to do a New Year's powwow, and we could all watch the ball drop. Yeah, we could I have. forgot. Next year, maybe. Next year. But, we'll, we'll, you know, we got big things coming. So, guys, stay with us. Hope you continue to enjoy the show. Justin, I took over the ending for some reason. I don't know why that happened. It's all right. I liked it. I enjoyed okay. it. Good job. Yeah. Keep job. leaving those five-star reviews. We'll keep reading them. Guys, just come on. I think we got a Facebook page, and I think Lance is still working on our website. So, yeah. 
And uh, hopefully we're going to have some merch coming up soon. New merch. I'm not going to promise anything because I've got some things I got to do to get it going. But hopefully we're going to have new stuff coming. And Justin, you got anything else? You covered it, pal. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, buddy. Hill folk, we love you. Happy New Year. Justin, and until next time. We'll see y'all next year. Bye-bye.